um, I was up north this week. Doing what? And I was just, you know, we, my fiance and I, because I don't have time off after the, our wedding, the date that's planned, we're doing a bit of a pre-honeymoon. Jeez. So we went away for like a week up north. And we went to Algonquin Park. And we met this lady while we were on our hike, or one of the hikes, who just started talking to us about moose, wolves, loons. And at that point, my sole focus was finding a moose. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted to see a moose. And I was just like, so that was like my whole plan. But then on our last hike, we thought it was just going to be like, you know, a pretty soft, you know, hike because I hadn't seen any moose. I was like, you know what? We're just going to come back at a later date. Then when we're on this trail, we just see a fresh pile of bear shit. (laughs) Bear? Yeah, like like a real bear shit. So we like at that moment, we were like on high alert because during our walk, we had separated for a bit. And I swear to God, I thought she was behind me. I heard like footsteps. So I thought she was behind me and then there was nobody there. So then I was just like, okay, whatever. I was just doing my thing. Went back to her. Then when we were together walking, all of a sudden we just started hearing stuff in the trees. So we were just like, wait, what is that? And on our previous hikes, it was just like squirrels, like things like, like some things that we thought were small enough that we weren't scared. But then once we started walking a little bit further, we saw the fresh bear shit. And then at that point, we were on high alert, just looking left, right. Like we were super shook, man. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Don't think I'm a weirdo, but what did it look like? Was it like, does it look like dog poo or like geese poo? It's like, it's no, no, no. It's like a big, like, I don't know. It's like 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 a big mound of mud. So No, 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 no. It doesn't. It's literally just like a big mound of like, crap it, it's it's weird like if you look at it it'll just look like mud maybe say a word yo ron you know um uh i was heading to my girlfriend's house one time and you know i actually saw a moose okay <laughs> i actually wait your girlfriend lives in brampton right yeah yeah, yeah. there's yeah. no way she saw a moose there's no way you saw a moose fam there's i was no i was way. with my players we just finished practice I saw this big four-letter creature with some thick antlers. It was a moose. Bro, there's no moose in Brampton. It had to be a deer. <laughs> like, it's a deer. No, no, oh, hold on. Oh, the, oh, you know what? I'm, the antlers, okay, you, you know what? You might be right. Because the antlers weren't, like, wide. Like, you know how moose antlers, they're wide and they're, like, sticky? Like, not and sticky. And moose are but... massive. Yeah, no, no, but this deer was big too. Like it came right on the road, and my myself and my four players were like, "What, what, what?" And then yeah, we just got shook because it was scary. But bro, it's not a moose, man. If you're in Brampton, it's not a moose. You gotta like, <laughs> Ron, you I weren't there with me. Me. You weren't there with me. It I... doesn't matter if I was there or not, man. It's not a moose. It's not a moose. Moose are up north, man. It's not a moose. Or is Brampton not up north? No, it's not. Whatever, man. Whatever. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Knowledge and Nonsense, episode number eight. Welcome. Yes, yes, yes. Wheat, wheat, wheat. Oh, listen to you speak in French, Ron. Um, That's Ron, about all I know. Ron, I'm super, super bent. I'm upset. Just the whole, yo, like whip. The Lakers. I don't know how they got knocked out. I really don't know. Like, in, in our in our basketball bracket, I, you know, I had them um winning it the whole thing. So I guess I'm I done. saw I saw yesterday. You you're definitely we'll, we'll see. Maybe I didn't see your full bracket, so there's a chance that you can do something about it. But the Lakers were injured, man. So I don't I don't think their team is that good too. I had I had Mil- LeBron James. He's getting old. I, I'm starting to see Father Time touch him up a bit, you know. And Anthony Davis looks like Pascal Siakam in the bubble. Oh, stop this! Stop this! <laughs> no, <laughs> no. But you, you know, honestly, this guy he needs to see 
a doctor, a physician, a specialist, a cert. He needs to see everything. No, because, yo, Ron, how many times does this guy get injured? He gets injured I way had him too on often. Fantasy. Oh. Honestly, I, I, I hate to do it, but, like, <laughs> I call people that get hurt again a lot, like, glass men. He just... Honestly, he always is hurt. I remember when I had him on my fantasy team, he would always get hurt just before the playoffs. All the time. Every single time. I couldn't deal with it. He's always hurt. And, you know, last year, because of what happened during COVID, I guess because he had three or four months off, he was able to fully rehabilitate or be healthy for the playoffs because last year during the postseason, he was pretty healthy. This year, it's back to normal. Always hurt, man. Yo, you always make a you made a good point about people being different in the bubble compared to now. Uh, do you think, like, do you think that's something that's factual? Do you still stand by that I or think no? So. Why? I think I think a lot of the stuff that we saw in the bubble was like it was fake. First of all, they had like four months or three or four months off in the middle of the season, so players that were hurt had even more time to rehabilitate to be fresher you know the bubble also didn't have travel didn't have fans there so i felt like a lot of times the real the best or there were some players that were made for that environment it seemed like and those are the players that all flourished so then now when we go back to normal all the habits that we saw before started to come back all the time it's crazy I, I like look at Miami. Look at the Lakers. No, granted they played. They only had a month off. They had a month off before the new season started. So I guess that obviously played into it as well. Yeah. But look at these teams. They look like they don't look the same. No, no. But you got to remember, those guys were beat up, Ron. Like they only had two months off. Come on, and then boom, NBA training camp. I get that. So then that comes into play because, like, LeBron James is relatively healthy and he got hurt. Anthony Davis is always hurt and he just got hurt more. So essentially, they lost. And it, honestly, I think Phoenix was a better team than them. Uh, huh? It's just due to injury. It's not, they're not a better team. It's injury. And that's what plagued the Lakers. But, like, one thing that really, really got me super upset with lebron is why is he passing so much he needs to chill with this because he's 36 years old i know but come on this is i strongly feel that this if they won this game ad would play in game seven and they would have an advantage did you see what happened to the man within like what five minutes yeah it was like five minutes. the guy was not gonna play he was not he was done he was not gonna play Yo, that guy is, he cheeses me, man. Like, you know what? This is somewhat good because now I guess the Lakers can rest up, uh, get Damian Lillard, and win it again next year. So, her. You, I don't think they're winning. No, nah, no, nah, but Damian Lillard's leaving, though. After that, he's leaving. We'll see, man. We'll see. Um, Yo, but you know, what's cra- you know what playoff series is the craziest? The Leafs. How did they lose? Ron, you know me. I'm not a hockey guy, but for them to be up, <laughs> yo, it, was, it was so crazy because I was watching, I was watching um, Stephen A's World on YouTube. And um, this guy, this guy, he gave, he gave Toronto a shout out. So that's one positive. But the man said that the, Lake, the, the Toronto Maple Leafs are the Clippers of the, of the NHL world. I was dying. No, he said the said Cowboys. That. Cowboys. Wasn't it of the football work? Okay, you know what? I didn't watch the whole thing. But he said that they're the Clippers? No, you know what? My bad. My little bro said that. He said that the Leafs are the Clippers. But no, he did say they're the Cowboys. And you know what? They're both right. Which is, yo, Toronto, honestly, I'm going to have to schedule a meeting with those guys and tell them to fix up. Because, no, 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 but Ron, like, like, no, but seriously, like, it's the whole country. Like, people are out here making fun of us. Oh, you know, Toronto, they look at the Leafs. Oh, they can't win. They put on a good show during the regular season, but they can't win. Oh, Toronto, no free agent wants to play with you. Oh, the Argonauts, that's the CFL, not the NFL. Oh, the MLSE, 
uh, you know, you guys are in Canada. It's the same thing. Yo, sports in North America, Canada, do not get no respect globally. And it really, really sucks. And something needs to be done. I don't know why um, big time superstars just don't come down here. Look at the treatment that Kawhi got, though. Like, okay, Kawhi, first of all, basketball is different than hockey. I feel like in basketball, the majority of the great players are American. You know, they want to stay in America. Canada is a different country. Like, if you've been to the States, there's things about it that's very different from Canada. So that's one issue. Barely, though. Barely, wrong. It's different enough, man. Have you been, have you been to, like, the South, like, certain parts of the States? Like, you've been to where? New York? L.A.? Uh, Florida. The state of Florida, yeah. I've been to Kentucky. Yeah, I've been to I've been to several states, not on not a when lot you, on the western side, but yeah. I feel like if you've been there, it, you can tell that there's differences. There's enough of a difference as a culture shock. I don't think, think so. Think about these guys coming. It's like coming to a different country. Like when I go to the US, I don't necessarily feel comfortable because it's foreign to me. So when I'm there, like I don't really know where to go. I don't know who to interact with. I don't know anyone there other than maybe the people I go with or my friends that live there. So it's like a foreign territory for me. So I don't really know what to say about that, but it's different enough where these players do make that commentary for the Leafs though. I think that that team's just not that good. Unfortunately they have good players, but they're just not built correctly. Every team needs toughness in my opinion to win a championship. And they don't seem to have the proper toughness. I don't think you need toughness. I just think you need skill. No, you need toughness, man. Why? Just think about it, man. Like, there's so many different teams in the playoffs. Every team plays, for the most part, a different style of hockey. You need somebody that's a little bit tough to fend off the tough people because I think a team like Montreal isn't that much better than the Leafs. I just feel like they, they're tougher. And then look what happened. They're tougher and they have a better goalie. And then they lost. The Leafs, they have, they have probably the best or second best player in the NHL on their team and he couldn't score a goal. Like, think about that. If you have a player that good and he can't score a goal, then you need to rely on the other players. Their other best player... He got hurt, Tavares. Then you add in Mitch Marner, who just always disappears. He's kind of like, I guess, like Anthony Davis on my fantasy team. Huh. He just always wasn't there whenever I needed him. That's basically how he is. So I don't know. The Leafs, like, they need to figure this out because it's been, I think, 20 years where I've heard Leaf fans tell me that this is the year. <laughs> and it's never the year. No, it hasn't. Um I remember even there was one series where they lost to, I believe it was Detroit, Detroit or New Jersey. And I think like seven games. I forgot what year that was, but that was, I remember Bro, that's when everybody every said the same thing. No, no. But I remember that year because I was even into hockey that year and everybody was, oh, this is, remember that year when they lost to Boston a couple of years back? Bro, they've lost to Boston, what is it, three times in the last 10 years? All in heartbreaking fashion. I think all of them went to seven games. I don't get it, man. I just don't get it. And two of the years, Boston went to the Stanley Cup Finals. So it makes it even worse. They have to do some strong. And you see, like, anytime you lose in this fashion, it, it sucks because someone gets fired that shouldn't actually be fired. Um. No, 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 no. If they if they fire somebody, I think they deserve to get fired. It's been, what, five consecutive years getting eliminated in the first round. They have one of the best players in the NHL. They paid all their best players, so they're not trading the players, it seems. They need to do something to shake it up, and usually that means the coach is gone. Is this guy like a James Harden, though? Like, you know how James Harden is nice in the regular season, but then when it comes to the playoffs, he's a shell of himself? Is it? Is he like that? I like I've seen him in prior years where he's been good in the playoffs. This year I don't think he was that great. I didn't, 
to be honest, I, I didn't really I watched the last couple of games that they kept losing, but he he didn't score a goal ultimately and the team just isn't tough enough. And also the goalie on the other side is really, really good. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that come into play for this to happen. Yeah, I seen I seen our uh um Doug. <laughs> Doug wearing the jersey. I was like, geez, okay, Doug, look at you rocking it. You know. But it's embarrassing. Did you see that hit though? Between that, um, those the two? Winnipeg's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that was a it's the Winnipeg hit. checks. Mark Shifley hit Jake Evans. That was really like the man skated basically the whole length of the ice. The man already scored the goal, and then the man <laughs> laid him out. No, no, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. No, I don't. I don't think I, I like he hit him. Okay, the play was dirty. But when he hit him, he didn't already score it. Like, we got, we're acting like there was like seconds after he scored the goal. It was like maybe one second and then he hit him. But Mike, man, like, he didn't look like he was even trying to stop a goal. He just looked like he was going to hit that guy as hard as he could. He, he literally had no intention of getting the puck. It's dirty, man. No, no, no. It was for sure dirty, but. I, I think it was intent to stop. It's like in basketball. You know when a guy's going for a layup and you wrap him up? Um, you, give him that, you give him that. When I say wrap up, I mean like bear It's hunt. not the same thing. No, no. But it, it looks like a dirty play, but you're actually trying to stop the person from going making a layup. Um, I think a true comparison would have been a guy running behind the guy and just pushing him when he's in the air. You know that that's dirty. Now it's incredibly dirty. It's unnecessary. Hold on. Okay. And this is this is where a lot of people this is where I kind of get me as a basketball ref. Uh this is where we kind of get into and I get in like discussions with coaches. It could be a common foul, but because the player got injured on the foul, the coaches want a flagrant uh unsportsmanlike call. But then something that could actually be a very violent play which should be a uh you know there should be a a very very heavy penalty on it uh but the player doesn't get injured so like my whole thing is like where's the fine line like in our rule books as a ref we have you know we have the rules but then at the same time there always there's always that gray area if the player gets hurt or not having played football i always feel like a lot of people can hide their intentions because it doesn't look that bad sometimes. So I could literally try to injure a person. I could be like, I want to hurt this person. But if he doesn't get hurt, it's whatever. But then some people have that intention. They legitimately hurt the person. And they will say, oh, I didn't mean to. You know what I mean? So yeah. first of all, intent is not something that is easily identified. You can't really measure it. But with hits like that, man, you just got to make sure that those things don't happen because ultimately I think player safety is a very important thing. You know, kids, when they see this, they usually emulate the, or emulate this behavior too. So that's something you probably don't want to see. You don't want people thinking that, oh, you know what, like I can, you know, just lay a man out and nothing happens. Like that's a, like, especially with the man was basically defenseless. Like, come on, man. You know what I mean? Like, if, if that happened to that same person, how would he feel? You can't you know say what I mean? that. The guys, but come on. Yo, I can't say that you, because, like, no, you, you got to think to yourself. No, no. I'm just saying you can't say he's defenseless because, like, you're participating in the sport. Football players are asked to, you know, make sure that they don't hit players that are defenseless. If a football player can do it, a hockey player can do it, especially when they're traveling the full length of the ice. But you got to do all you can to stop. So, yes, yes, you may hit him pretty hard and very violently. But if you could just imagine he stopped the goal. Let's say he actually did stop the goal with that hit. Same result. You know, there was a fight. You know, the player got injured, but he actually stopped the goal. Did he not do his purpose? His jolt, his goal. That's still a penalty. It was a charging penalty. Like you're not allowed to do that in hockey. For sure, but if he at, let's say he actually stopped the goal with that hit, 
No, but what I'm saying is it's it would have been a penalty regardless. Because charging is a penalty in hockey. He just did it after the man scored too, which makes it 10 times worse. And he flew across the ice to do it. It's, it, it's, it's dirty, man, no matter how you slice it, in my opinion. And I just feel like he deserved, I think he deserved more than four games. But hey, they, they gave him four games for the suspension. It is what it is. I just feel like if someone, I just hate the fact of because someone gets hurt or in other sports, they play it off and they act it really well of I'm injured, ow, ow, ow. We need to go more into the books and was this an actual like in this situation yeah it was it was a penalty right but there's sometimes just because someone gets injured off a play doesn't mean that that person that was nearest to them should get receive the ultimate penalty or the ultimate punishment i think they should man but to some degree the level of injury too has to come into play because that means that it's even it's dirtier than you probably think cuz if that guy never got injured they probably would have been like okay you know what it is what it is it's a charging penalty they can make it a major or whatever they need to do you know get him out of the game good but like the man now gets hurt for pretty much i'm pretty sure for the rest of the playoffs maybe a couple of weeks at the minimum so what happens then? You think that it's fair that that guy just gets to come back in the game and play the next day? No, he should be penalized for that. Yeah, I still think four games is a little excessive, though. But I don't think so. I, I, I strongly disagree. Did you check out uh, your girl, Naomi Osaka? Uh, Did you uh, see her? Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, no. She, she pulled out of the French Open. Yeah. And you know what? You know what? It. Uh, honestly, it it looks really bad that you know they 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 actually find her just because she didn't want to speak to the media. Yes, I understand the media has their job, and you know um, the media does help push the sport. And she's a role model, and people do look up to her. But you know, like she said, she's suffering from something. You got to give her her space. Um. I, don't I feel that they should. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say, just give her her space. Like she, she, she said, like you know how difficult it would be to say, especially as a pro athlete, you're supposed to be tough, strong, and for her to say, "Hey, I'm suffering," you're telling me you had no, no uh, self, like you, you couldn't understand what she was saying or how she felt, how she feels. Come on, man. Those guys are... We live in a world where people don't care, man. Clearly. Yeah, they don't. So it's just like these guys, they just want to write some news article or whatever. Ultimately, she's a professional athlete. One of the things that they require them to do, it seems, is to speak to the media. So in this case, if she doesn't want to speak to the media and they find her, it is what it is, in my opinion. The fact that these guys continued to pressure her after the fact, and then she had to withdraw from the tournament too. Like, okay, now they, it seems like they want her to talk about like what's going on with her. It's just like, man, these guys need to take a chill pill. Not everyone wants to talk to you guys. And she's talking to you guys because she, ha- she, she basically gave them forewarning that she didn't want to talk to these people. So all they need to do is just find her the whole tournament and just leave it as it is. But then it starts, turns into an attack against her about how, you know, now the media feels like they're being disrespected or something. Man, I, I, I say it all the time. Weirdos, man. There's too many weirdos in the world. I think, I think everyone should take a page out of Marshawn Lynch's book and just do the whole, I'm just here because I don't want to get fined. You Some know? people want to talk to the media. Well, some, but I'm talking about the others who don't. You should take a page out of um out of their book and do that. But they find them, right? So then now it comes down to like what they what do they want? Do they want to get fined? Do they just want to sit there and just say what he does? Because if you do that, you know what's going to happen. There's only going to be more and more questions. No, but you, I I thought you were only supposed to. There there is a time limit. No, I know. There's always a time limit. But if you do that, 
tennis is not the same as the NFL. Okay, so if you do that the next day, because remember, this is a two-week tournament. They play every other day. She's one of the best players in the world, which likely means she's going to be there for the full two weeks. So then that means every single day, people are going to ask her questions. She's not going to want to answer them. And then they're going to have more and more questions. Then she's going to hear about herself all the time about how she's not talking to the media. So it, it would definitely play into her mental health issues, in my opinion. So what she did to me makes sense. If she doesn't want to talk to them and she gives them forewarning, that's okay. But what may have been smarter was just her going there and just not talking or just probably not even showing up and just disconnecting. But at the same time, by her not playing, you know that's going to... Uh, it's going to mess with her money. I don't think she, it bothers her that much. Her mental health, she says, is more important to her. And a lot of these athletes, they have sponsorship deals too. So they're not only getting paid from their sport. You know, so it gives them a little bit more leverage if they want to do things like this. So long as their sponsors stand by them, which it appears her sponsors are doing. Yeah, I guess. But no, no, no. They need to... And she's and she's young too, right? They don't care. These guys are all jerks, man. Just like it's the young young little girl. Like, let her. You know what they need to do is she's on a come up, right? Let her. Yeah, she might have her moments now, but let that be because she's going to come and she's going to sprout and she's going to be a beautiful tennis player. So she's going to. She already is. They don't care. These people, they want what they want. Whenever you don't want to talk to them, they start to, you know, search for reasons why you don't want to talk to them. Then they start, you know, assuming that you're a certain way, you know, and then you have to listen to that. Your family has to listen to that, like social media, all that stuff happens. It's just, it's just nonstop, man. These people, they're like vultures. They want their stuff and they're going to do whatever they can to get it. It's crazy. I guess this is brings back to that point where it needs to be like a player run league where players uh don't have Kyrie to. Irving. Yeah. Kyrie Irving said it. I just but like honestly, this is why I tell you I don't like talking about sports media or I don't like listening to sports media nearly as much as I did before because they the reason why I fell in love with sports was players, teams and the game ultimately. I don't care about what people are doing outside of the sport. If they can't show up for whatever reason, just respect their privacy. Or if they don't want to talk to the media, again, respect their privacy. Just write, you know, whatever you got to write based on their performance and leave it at that. Like, these people are too caught up in, like, you know, this, uh, the lifestyle of these athletes. And it's super weird, man. Like, just... If she doesn't want to talk to you guys, just focus on her game and just write articles on that. Not about the fact that she doesn't want to talk to you for like days on end. It's ridiculous. No, but you got to remember, these guys are these guys are role models. These guys are people. So, you know, I wish. No, no. But Ron, you everyone wishes they could be Kobe. They could be Serena. They could be David Beckham. They could be Messi. They could be Mayweather, Muhammad Ali. You know, everybody wants to be those people they're role models so that's why these people give you more of a a more of a perspective a more understanding of who they are i don't see anything wrong with that right when it comes to like but mike let me just ask you this when you you like kobe bryant yes you're the way that you loved him like when you were a kid watching him on the come up was it based on his celebrity was it based on him talking to the media or was it based on the way he played and the way he carried himself on the court? I'm going to be completely honest. It's a mixture of everything. Yes, some like the way he played on the court was number one, right? The way how he but like to hear how he would talk in the media. Like I remember there was one this one interview where he was up 2-0 and it was NBA finals. And then the guy asked the reporter was like, hey, why aren't you happy? And he's like, the job isn't done yet. And I remember when we had our fantasy league and I was able to close the gap and I was only down four or five, right? Uh, I was happy, but then I told myself, hey, Mike, don't smile. You know, the job isn't done yet. 
And that's what I told, you know, like, I like it because you do get some good sound bites. And these reporters and paparazzi people, they do give you amazing angles of these celebrities that we would never, ever see. But if Kobe Bryant was a shit player, would you care about the way he carried himself? But the media wouldn't even be talking about him, Ron. So then that's what it is. So just focus on the game because that's why you want to talk to him. He's great or she's great at what she does. Just focus on that. I don't care how these people, like, I don't think that a lot of athletes are going to say the things that you want to hear them say. They're just going to say what they feel they need to say in order to, you know, have the whatever commitment they need to give to the media. They need to portray an image out there and then leave it at that. I don't really, I feel like I I find it more interesting talking to athletes when they retire, when they don't have to worry about the consequences of what they say. Like, that's why people like Charles Barkley, we enjoy them when we listen to them talk about basketball. And so, because they don't care about the consequences of what they say. Like someone like Naomi, she's not, she's literally going to say what she needs to say to get you guys off her back. And then as they showed, like, in this situation, if she doesn't say what they want to hear, they're just going to, you know, go after her, attack her, basically ask her for more and more answers. It's just like, bro, like, just focus on the game. It's the French Open. Focus on the tennis matches. Now she's not in the tournament because I'm assuming of all the pressure that came with her commentary. And, you know, now we don't get to see her play. Well, the that's all I care about. So with Ron, and I want you to be completely honest. Without the media, would sports be two parts? Would players be getting the money that they are? Would the players be receiving the money that they're getting right now? Or and part two is, would the sport be as big? So without the media, yeah, obviously the sports get bigger and bigger because they have to be on. They're on TV. You know what I mean? Like that's that's one thing for sure. And in terms of, did you say that the the athletes, would they be getting paid as much? Was that yeah. the first question? That was the second one. Okay, what was the first question? No, no, you just answered it. Would it be as big? No, no. I like Ultimately, it just the players are getting paid a lot because of the amount of gen- money they generate for the leagues. So ultimately, the games are all that matter. Do you know how Aaron Rodgers sounds like? No. No. Okay, so then... and. Do you still watch the NFL whenever the playoffs come on? Yes. Or like big games are happening? Yeah. So you don't need to hear the, the best players in the league talk. You'll still watch it if the games are good. You know what I mean? Like Tom Brady, like we barely hear him speak. I know The only how time you really like. hear these guys, but you know how he sounds like because he's always in the playoffs. He's always playing in big games. So that's when they actually have to speak all the time they have to be like they have media commitments all of that stuff so that's why you hear him but there's other good players that to be honest i don't even know how half the nfl players sound like i just watch how they play and that's it i could care less man these guys they're great at what they do and i want to see them do what they do um okay i still think it's some that needs to be you know they need a kind of it's a two-way street. Chill. It's a two-way street. If she says she doesn't want to talk, she doesn't have to talk, man. She, they just find her. You know how I always say, just find her. If she doesn't want to talk, just find her and leave it at that. But then they start writing articles. And she's literally saying that she doesn't want to talk to you due to her mental health. So then now all you're doing is writing articles about the fact that she doesn't want to talk to the media. And how it's disrespectful or blah, 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 man. Like, man too self-entitled man they are the media it's a problem sometimes it's true man like like if somebody doesn't want to talk to you like you know like marshawn lynch doesn't want to talk he says i'm just here so i don't get fined and everyone loves it oh my god he's the greatest she says she doesn't want to talk because tennis is not the same as the nfl you know you can't go up on the podium and be like you know i'm just here so i don't get fined like, come on, if you do that in tennis, it's going to be a serious problem. And we got to add into the fact she's, you know, she's half black, half Asian. You know what I mean? And tennis is not the most diverse sport, I'd say. 
So then if you're up there on the podium and these guys are asking you a question, I feel like the pressure is going to come 10 times harder, man. So it's unnecessary it for her will. to put herself in that situation. She doesn't feel that it's worth it for her. She withdrew. So now, you know, now we don't even get to see her play. And that's a shame. You know, hopefully everything, you know, goes well with her during this break. Hopefully she participates in the Olympics. You know, she is Japanese and it's in Japan. So I'm pretty sure they definitely want her there. So let's just hope that, you know, she's able to perform there. True. Um, this was a little sad uh, when I saw it on the news, but... um. Uh, the remains of 250 and 215 kids uh, were found. Um, it's indigenous kids. That's why, you know, the whole residential school. Yeah. Ridiculous, man. But like, how, how do you manage to take all those kids? It's like. Do you know how the, the, in the residential schools worked? I know like they go there and they, they st- like, it's. They don't actually go there. They're basically, they had to go there. Oh, yes. So then when they were there, it seems like they didn't treat the kids properly. Obviously, there's 215 indigenous dead children, and they just dumped them into a mass grave. That is a huge, like... Canada says that they, you know, they're a pretty good country, but like they have some deep, dark secrets, man. This is crazy. It Can is. you imagine your kid goes away to a school and then your kid doesn't come back? Like, what, what could they possibly say to you, you know, that alleviates your issues? It's a damn shame, man. But my whole thing is after a period of time, nobody went looking, nobody went searching, nobody... I'm pretty news. sure that they did because why would they be digging, you know, if unless if they were trying to prove something, that's how I would look at it. But it just seems like it fell on deaf ears or whoever they were talking to is just denying it flat out. So they got answers by finding these uh, bodies in the mass grave. Based on what I, my reading, it says that they're going to continue uh, looking on the residential school. It's in Kamloops, this specific one, to find even more answers. But this is crazy. But to get to the number 215, Ron, that is, that is too much. That is okay, way too one, much. Okay, one is too much, in my opinion. 215 is like very, it's problematic. I don't understand how this is something that hasn't been, you know, I guess properly dealt with like this is ridiculous man can you imagine if they did this in this day and age 215 kids no answers nothing just they're dead parents are asking questions and they're not giving you answers can you imagine what would happen and let's 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 be real let's be really real about this it all matters what race the kids are let's let's just keep it a book um, that's the biggest issue in this situation, man. If it was the reverse that this happened to, we would know. But they, they would have already figured that this would have been resolved back then, like a long time ago. Yeah. Um, the way how, like, I know black people get it bad. Like, I, I feel like we get it, like, out of all the group of people who get it, we're right there, number one. We get it the worst. But, man, in Canada... The Aboriginal, the First Nation people, they get it. Though my whole thing is, just because someone's a little different, you're going to act like that, Ron. That's the thing that really, like, it really, really hurts me. Like when I'm, like, especially now that it's warm outside, and I'm chilling with some of my friends, and we're talking about social issues, and then when I when we start talking about race, like, I'm at the point where I'm kind of like they hate me just because my skin's a little different. Like you can ask any of my peers, colleagues, even people who may not like me. They know me as a great person. And you're not great. 
Shut up. Man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, honestly, I know you're talking a serious point, but you are getting too serious. So just continue. <laughs> this guy says I'm not great. No, but like just because I'm a little different, just because my skin's different or I eat something different or I speak another language or I have an accent, they're just going to automatically discredit me and say I'm lesser than a, another person. Come on, man. This is it's bull. It, it's bull. It's sad. See, those are the people that like they need to go to jail, you know, and just rot in jail. Those people that just hate for no reason. Like, come on, man. It's it's like it's the 21st century. Like, wake up. Man, this is going to be a problem no matter what, because. I feel like people always revert to the group mob like. You know, like who you you feel more comfortable with people that you understand, people that look like you, you know, people that you're familiar with. That's that's basically what it is. And I feel like especially back then, it happens today, obviously, too. But especially back then, anyone that did not fit the mold of what you were looking for, that you just treated them completely different from you. Very rarely do you treat them better than you treat your own. And in this situation, this is like a gross, you know, um, example of how bad it can get when you do this. Obviously, we have slavery. You know, we have things like the Holocaust. We have all those type of things that just show consistently all the issues that are going on in the world. It's sad, man. It honestly is sad. I, I really feel that they need to do better by the indigenous people in this country. It's like when you hear stories that they've gone through, it's 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 sad, man. It and is. and people don't even know about half the stuff that these people go through. That's the even sadder part because I feel like if everyone was being a little bit more empathetic and they actually tried to put themselves in the same shoes as the the uh, indigenous people in this country, they would, you know, they would try to get this thing resolved as quickly as possible. And you know how people are, man. It didn't happen to me, so hey, man, it is what it is. And maybe we're gonna see some people post about this, but what? When are we gonna come to a true, proper resolution to this? Because every single year we find out more and more about these residential schools. It's insane. And the ultimate shady thing about this was, uh, those schools were sponsored by the government. You like at the end of the day, man. It's it's like it's a deep dark secret, man. It's something that they, if they had the opportunity to, they would push that down, like, way deep, you know, just so that nobody can get it. But, you, like, you know, there's indigenous people that live in this country. Obviously, they're going to, you know, tell whoever cares to listen about this. Maybe, maybe we need to change up the way how the government is and just kind of this whole, the whole government, the whole system does not work. There needs to be a change. Again, I don't have an answer um, of, of what the change should be, but there needs to be a change. You know, give me like, give me like till the next episode. I'll probably have a. I don't think you'll come up with a solution, man. All right. You'll it's see. Too, it's too, it's too deep and dark of an issue, man. The solutions that are there are not solutions that people care to hear or want to hear. My first, Trust so, me. I'll, I'm going to be completely honest with you. My first solution is. This whole, I understand other countries need our help, but let's bring back our troops back into the country, you know, from wherever they are, and let's crack down the war that's happening within our country. Let's fix those things up first, and then we can go help other people. That would be, that's my first. Um, Is your mantra, make Canada great again? Is that your mantra? That's what it sounds like to me. No, no, but we got we to gotta fix up our, like, Ron, how are we helping the Middle East, how we help in overseas, but we got kids. And remember, yeah, it's only uh, 25, uh, 215 that they found, but let's be real. We don't know the number of individuals that we can't find their, their remains, right? So it could be a countless number, but like we got to fix up our country first at the end of the day, fix up, fix us up first. And then we can help others. But until then, let's crack down on this stuff. I feel like in order for that to happen, you actually have to 
look deep inside your soul and essentially confirm that you did wrong by these people and you actively have to want to try to resolve the issue. As cynical as it sounds, I don't feel that a lot of these people actually want to resolve the issue. Because if they did, I feel like they would have already done it. It's sad. It's a pretty pessimistic view. But I just think that that's what it is. Because if you're sorry for something and you know how bad what you did was, you should be willing to do something about it. But we've known about these residential schools for how long now? And still, we're still finding more and more bodies. You know, we're still finding out more and more horrors. Like the consequences on the na- or the indigenous communities in this country is like huge, hugely negative. And you see what you just and said. And still. Mm-hmm. And you see what you just said? You made such a good point. Like if I'm a politician and I just got into power, I would try to fix it. Reason being is just the whole fact of, one, you can get a whole, like, I know this is good. I'm going to seem like an, uh, I'm going to seem like a jerk for saying this, but just like Joe Biden, he came in, I'm for the black people. If you don't vote for me, Stop you're not this, black. No, 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 no. But don't wait, hold on. It. it was, it was a strategy and it put him in power, Ron. So if you help out it's this group. It's a strategy, you said. Think about it. It's a strategy because you can argue, is he f- really helping them, black people? Because you can say whatever you want to say, and these people will be like, you know what, that person sounds good, but you need to start putting action to the words. You know, you can't just say you're going to help the indigenous people, and then once you get elected, you just, you know, you know, you just do whatever you want to do. No, no, no. No, that's... But what I'm trying to say is, like, if you come into power, you don't even have to take the fault because you didn't cause it. You can automatically just say, hey, I'm in power. I know back in the day you guys were wronged. I am going to try to correct it and try to make things better. Yes, you're not going to fix it 100%. You probably won't even fix 50%. But if you can fix it 10 to 20%, hey, that's a huge improvement. Because I've seen, I seen videos with these guys turning on their tap and the water is brown, Ron. Like, come on. Yeah. All I'll say is that until I see that people are actually putting action to the words that they put out there when they say sorry and all of that, I don't, I don't buy it. I don't buy anything I'm seeing. These people, they do everything for the gram or TikTok or whatever the hell you want to say. They just say it so that people are like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, he's really sorry. But, you know, what are they really going to do? Trust me, man. Like, I like based on what I've heard, like the trust between the indigenous community and outsiders is very low. So you're going to have to do a lot to ensure that you repair this. And I'm from what I'm seeing, I don't think that Canada has what it takes or has the desire to do enough to actually rectify this issue. Uh no. I'm sorry, man. Uh, like, if I could be optimistic on this scenario, I would be. I'm not optimistic because, come on, like, if, like, really and truly, if they wanted to do something about it, we wouldn't be hearing these stories every so often. They would have rectified this issue, or they would at least be taking steps towards it. But they're not. So I want to know why. Why? Like, it's such a. It's. I, I'm gonna be completely honest. It's so easy to fix. It's not easy. No, but Ron, they, they want to be treated better. Ron, at the end of the day, you got to remember, money is some money you don't have to hold it. Or you can easy just, if you're, the, if you're the prime minister, just like all these guys were, look, they were able to shut down pretty much the whole country. You're telling me you can't just help a group of people, the First Nation people? You, you're telling me you can't help them? You can't give them better plumbing? better living conditions come on but like really look at look at one thing okay this is one example a lot of the communities that they live in like we know them as reserves but the communities that they live in how often are they near toronto like from your knowledge have you ever been to an indigenous community uh i want to be politically i don't want to I don't want to. <laughs> have you been to a, an indigenous community? Not, not of my knowledge. Maybe it okay. looks like I have, but no, I don't know. I'll be honest. Okay. The majority of these locations are like 
not nowhere near any of us so essentially these indigenous people for the most part at least this is my um view of it being in ontario but they're usually in places that are not close to the city so if you put a large segment of people like even look at like none of it wasn't that the province that they gave to them up in the great north of canada <laughs> like what like they're all pushed away so that we don't see them so that's one thing that i think is a problem the fact that you push them away they're not even top of mind for people so for us we don't really think about them unless if they you know come into our picture like we see them on tv or we hear a story about them that's the only reason a lot of us start to think about them we don't think about them because we don't see them walking around i feel like the fact that was something that was very you know it was planned by the government or like whoever set this up. They put them far away so that people don't even think about them. That's something that is seems very calculated. That's the word I was looking for. It's just like we don't think about them. They don't come top of mind. Like even you and I, we're black. When we talk about issues of racism, that's the first thing that comes to mind. But they're in this country too dealing with that type of stuff and we don't even think about them. True. Very, very true. It's sad, man, but these guys, like, uh, yeah, honestly, man, just stop with the, the fake apologies and all that garbage. Do something about it and stop talking about it. True. No, I 100% agree with you. But, man, um, on a lighter note, oh, maybe not really that light, actually thinking about it. I saw an article about um, an Indian wedding where the bride died of a heart attack jeez okay this is the that's the first thing that's obviously like tragic it's crazy mm -hmm. but then allegedly the families then discussed while the body was in another room that the groom would then marry the dead a bride's sister so then they got married the same day in a separate room after they were married, then the family immediately went to the last rites or like a funeral, I guess, for the dead bride. So they couldn't, they couldn't like, that's so disrespectful. <laughs> that is, that is so disgusting. Oh my gosh. Like, how are you, yo, your, your family member died and then you just, Oh, you know what? Let's just pass off to someone else. Like, that's how I. That's why when I hear these stories, I'm. I always try to figure out, yo, do you really love your family member when they do these type of things? It's sometimes like, um, I think that based on what I read about this, it seems like the marriage is more of like a business type deal. Mm -hmm. he's arranged as marriages, opposed to something yeah. so it's it's more like that so then it just calls into question you know like what is marriage for is it for like love normally or is it like the business deal and i guess it just depends on where you're from or how you just view it you know well you know what hey a lot of celebrities they get married for business reasons some some of these celebrities Again, Ron, I'm not saying I'm the best looking person, but some of these celebrities that are not the best looking, but for some reason they end up with, uh, with you know, a good looking significant other. It's a business decision, to be honest. It's all about, you know. It's all about the money, money, money. <laughs> it's all about the money. I money. don't know what to say, man. It's crazy. But, like, I. I, I could never do that. That would be pretty messed up. Ultimately, like, it's it's crazy. They got married first and then buried the body? No, Ron. Ron, I know you're a smart guy. I know you can read, but no, nah, you didn't read that incorrectly. You read that incorrectly, though. <laughs> I did not read it incorrectly. That was the sequence of events, allegedly. Yo, it's... Yo, so like, <laughs> nah, Ron, this, this really irks me. Like, like, I don't know, man. Like, how are you going to, 
your it's a quick turnaround your man. your daughter your sister your daughter your niece your granddaughter passed away and you and then the first thing you you tell yourself is let's gather everyone in a room okay so what are you going to do about this wedding it still needs to go on <laughs> but what are we going to do oh yeah she has another younger sister <laughs> don't you want her like really no no this is so these people yo the whole family deserves to go to jail hey, the whole man. family and yeah. to, and we don't even know how she got a heart attack but hey i know i watch my movies but sometimes <laughs> movies are based off of real life heart attacks could be it could be forced yeah hey man i'm not i'm not going that far I found it just incredibly weird. The timing of everything. A heart attack during your wedding. I didn't see how old the girl was. Um, based on the picture I saw, she I couldn't tell if she it didn't say her was age. in or out of shape. It didn't really say anything really when I was reading. I like I just didn't believe it when I saw it on social media, so I had to look for articles and then there was multiple articles on it and it was just to me, I just found it incredibly weird. That is definitely not something that I can ever see happening in North America, but who no. knows, man? Maybe it could. So where's the police in all this? She died of a heart attack, man. It wasn't a murder. Not well, I guess allegedly. I guess if we're using your um, CSI mind, maybe it was. Yo, this guy's a jerk. I don't, yo, who do, you, who do you blame more, the guy or the family? I would but, blame the family, okay. to be honest. I, I, I think the family would be the first group I go after. Like, at least have the funeral first, if you're going to do or do the last rites. It, it just seems a bit weird that the sequence of events, because there's no way that that conversation was quick to be like, okay, I have a daughter that you can marry. You know, it, it, it seems like it had to, take in, had to have taken a bit of time and then it got decided. So that part of it is kind of weird. I, I maybe there's something here that I we just don't know about. You know that happened. It, it's just a weird one to me. I'm speechless. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> I've never seen you this. Um, what's the term? Bothered by a top like a a topic that we've ever had. But I guess there's a first for everything. The last thing I saw that was um, pretty crazy, I saw a video on social media. Like, there was this dog. Like, just, I guess I'm going to use reference sake. So, just imagine I have a dog, and then you live across the street. Mm -hmm. So, my dog just runs out on the street, and they're just barking and making all this noise. Then he goes on the street, and then you come out, and you got a gun. And I'm assuming you're trying to shoot my dog. You miss my dog, but then you shoot your own five-year-old son. You you know what that is, though, right? Honestly, no, no. Th this th that's America with their guns. It seems like because this happened in Houston, North Houston. But bro, but, I don't know what what do you think it is, man? I just think it's madness. I'm gonna be completely honest, and I'm gonna say it. Bro, don't 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 say anything crazy, man. No, I'm trying. Like, like this guy's I, like, I'm gonna say I'm it, gonna and then say it's like the lead up. No, I'm gonna say it, but no, no, no. And I'm I'm not trying to be insensitive anyway. But you know how there is post, um, pregnancy depression. And bro, the kid is five years old. No, no, but Ron, there are rare cases though. You're telling me that you're telling me that in every situation there's not a rare case, an outlier. Things do happen, and the kid is five, so who knows? Like we don't, we don't know any history about those. Like, come on, how you you missed the dog and hit your kid, Ron? You're telling me you're not gonna put some of that into question? Come on, maybe I'm, she just had bad aim. But she had to. But she said, "Okay, you know what? She even though she has bad aim." She still went, got a gun to go shoot a move-in target. Yeah, she must have had bad aim. Must. Come on. She, hey, man. Like, 
just because you can have a gun doesn't mean you you're capable of shooting it on target. Like I don't know, man. This is America, man. You're able to have a gun. Maybe she's never shot it, and then she shot her kid. It was like the way I heard the kid howling. I was just like, holy, what the hell is going on here? Right. I don't know. I don't know if it's postpartum depression, as you said, but the kid is five years old, man. I just think it's bad aim. And it's, it's guns, man. Just put guns away, man. Just put them away. For a dog, why are you shooting? The neighbor is literally there watching you try to shoot your dog, their dog. That's crazy. So was the dog like trying to attack the, the, the kid or something? I like honestly the for the perspective of the camera was like it was a man's house and he had cars on the driveway. So he went out to go get the dog and the dog was running. So the only thing I could possibly assume is that the dog went up to the kid or after the kid. And then that's when the mom shot or whoever shot shot, missed the dog, hit the kid, and then the kid was on the ground. Dog is running off. She's an idiot. Hey, you don't remember that lady? That uh was getting attacked, uh, her dogs were getting attacked by bears, and she pushed oh, the bear away. <laughs> Yo, if I if that happened to me today on while I was on the trail, man, <laughs> I, I would have. Yo, honestly, I don't know what I would have done because the way she pushed that bear and then she galloped back in. What if that bear came up, man? Yeah, and the bear was climbing over the wall, and but look, she was able to push the bear away and save all the all the dogs. So this lady, let's say the dog was attacking. You're telling me you would, you're not going to like kick the dog away or push away your arm or just grab your kid and run. But she thought, okay, let me grab a gun and shoot. Nah, yo, she deserves. It makes me think of a story when I was a kid. I was, um, I was, um, I had baseball. And then, like, um, after the game, my cousins came with us. It was my cousins, my sister, my dad. We were all there together playing. I was playing in the game. After the game, we had just lost. Our coaches are talking to us. And my cousin was playing hide-and-go-seek with the kids. Basically, there was, a, like, a Rottweiler, a German Shepherd right behind my cousin. He didn't see it. All the kids started running away. My cousin thought he, they were running away because of hide-and-go-seek. He turns around, sees this Rottweiler just like right behind him. He runs away. This dog is chasing the hell out of him. He's doing zigzags, doing whatever he can to get away. My dad comes, galloping with his steel toe boots, tries to kick this dog on the side. Jeez. Oh my God. Yo, honestly, that was when I knew that my dad, he, he doesn't play around. Mm-mm. But. <laughs> But the you dog st- stopped and ran away right away. When the owner called them, the dog stopped and ran away. My dad missed him too. But like, that's all you need. The fact that this lady just pulled out a gun. Ron, the thing about dogs, dogs are one of those creatures that it will be the smallest dog and you'll be a seven footer. But that dog still thinks it could take you. I remember a dog was barking. I saw it on YouTube. A dog was barking at this horse. This lady was doing this uh uh, she was doing this carriage ride and the somebody didn't have their dog on the leash and the dog was bothering the horse and the dog had the blinders. So, you know, since the horse is big with horses, if they can't see and they they get timid and they get scared. So the dog just kept nagging and attacking the horse. The horse gave it one back kick. The kick, yo, the dog flew f- um, from the went all the way back to the cart. The carriage hit the wheel and then dropped on the ground right and then the the dog just walked away it it humbled the dog and that's what i'm trying to say give the dog a kick and it'll say it will chill so for her to get a gun super unnecessary over the top for sure but yeah that's that that's some dogs i guess they just you know they just talk or they're just barking so much they can't even see anything nonetheless Pulling out a gun is just, I don't get what's going on in the States. Whenever I see these things, it's insanity to me. It reminds me of that, uh, the shoveling situation. Just that, 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 that was insane, man. Pure just, stupidity. But like, very much so. 
But damn, man, do you have anything else that you'd like to touch on this week? Uh, before we um we we exit off, I do want to um apologize. Um, for what? Uh, uh, Brooklyn will win the ring. Wait, 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 wait. Like, let's let's just wait. Let's just wait. I'm not getting excited. I'm not gonna tell you because this year has been a good year for me. You know, so far, everything seems good? to be going my way. Uh, you know, the right, only Ron. thing that right, didn't goodbye. go my way, the only thing that didn't Green go Bay. my way is Green Bay. That one hurt, man. That that really, really hurt. Which one? Wh- but which one? Okay, if Green Bay won the Super Bowl, wh- okay, what situation would be better for you? Green Bay winning the Super Bowl or um, winning fantasy? I I actually think fantasy made up for it, but. I feel like I had much more on the line in terms of my pride with Green Bay versus Tampa Bay. Really? So that loss, my pride, my pride was on the line and Green Bay lost. And when they lost that. I think, I think that's what I got to do. I got to pick a loser, a team, have it lose. And then like karma would help me out in the long run for fantasy it's because the karma help him. so my new <laughs> my new nfl team is the miami dolphins no why why don't why don't you uh just support the least man because they'll definitely not do what you need them to do. by the time their season is over fantasy is done i need to pick an nfl team that's true that's true so miami dolphins <laughs> and watch them win and then you'll never win another fantasy ch- title again or the jets I told you, oh, you know, choose the Jets because they will never, ever, ever accomplish anything. Or, or at or, least it doesn't seem it. Or you know what? How about them Cowboys? <laughs> you and Chris, man, you guys will be together, you know, you supporting that team. I don't know, man. It is what it is. But, um, you know, I feel like uh, that's a good long episode, man. I enjoyed it, man. I enjoyed it, too. It was... A lot of uh, a lot of nonsense in this episode. I will <laughs> for sure say a lot of n- nonsense, not a lot of knowledge uh, being shown. No, the knowledge comes from us, man. Stop this foolishness. No, no, I'm just talking about the world, <laughs> like the example, like these situations. Come on, like stressing me. Like I'm already bald, and now like I feel like my beard hair is falling out too. well on that note yo this guy's crazy man stop this (laughs) thank you for listening one love oh